0: You smell good.
1: Yeah, usually I smell good. <laughs> got that got that smoky, salty,
0: splattery smell. I feel like there's a sweet spot where you smell good. Like when you're fresh, like raw, you're just kind of like, eh, you're salty. And then you get a little bit of heat on you and you start to mature and it smells real good. But if you if you don't pay attention, you're on the burner a little too long and then you just smell like death.
1: Well, this is true. I do have one question for you. All right, go. How do you keep bacon
0: from curling in your pan? Uh I don't that's a good question. I don't know. Do you have the answer to that? Yeah.
1: Okay. You take away the
0: broom. Oh Jesus.
1: <laughs>
0: that's a dad joke. <laughs>
1: It's kind oh. of a really funny joke because I'm on a curling team Yeah, anything, so.
0: <laughs> I get it. As soon as you're like, take away the broom, I'm like, ah, oh, curling joke. All right. Well, uh, shit, let's get the show started. Creative Brain Candy by Creators for Creators. I can't remember. I don't pay attention too much anymore. Do we play that before we have the conversation or after the conversation? I don't know that it matters. No, it doesn't. We'll just get it in there they're getting right their, Yeah, They're
1: getting their 17 seconds of fame.
0: Oh, man. How's life been treating you? Because on this side of the fence, it has been busy as all hell since after the holiday break. Yeah. it's. I've been busier than a one-legged man in
1: an ass-kicking contest. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's nuts. I don't want to get into... Uh, I feel like we need to change the the topic. And change the show just at least for an episode because our last two episodes were kind of very flowing and uh, kind of branched off of each other. And I think that uh, the way things are going, we could probably branch off of that and do another ten episode at this up tempo. But I don't really want to do that. Why not? I don't know. I just need to do something different than what I'm doing every day. Uh, Let's play some intro music. It's time for Eyes Forward, March. Let's begin.
1: Well, I owe, uh, first I owe you an apology because I kind of fucked this all up last time, (laughs) but, uh, we're on track again. All right. Okay, hold on, hold on,
0: hold on. Let's let's before we get into this. All right, let's let's expand what right. what happened the last episode <laughs> so, that neither of uh, us caught until we went to record this yeah so i was
1: basically just every time we were recording i was just picking another week in january yeah you were just going one week at a time right moving so on. Yeah. now if our first if our next episode publishes it's still going to be january but the the news is going to be for the week before. When yeah, the episode yeah, the military publishes. history
0: is going to be a little skewered because I... uh Yeah. Hold on a second. Let me, let me bring up the calendar here.
1: But it's still relevant. There's some good stuff there, whatever. Yeah. So then I, I text you tonight, and I'm like, hey, uh, we're doing this. And you're like, no, it's the week the episode publishes. Yeah,
0: right, yeah. Oops. So episode <laughs> uh, 41... Uh, published on the 19th, and I don't even know if you were were right on the I think I might have had it screwed up there, too. Yeah, we don't know. And we're not going to bother going back and looking out. We, we're going to fix it going forward. But, uh, yeah, so episode 42, uh, which released February 2nd, is going to have history from January. So that might be a little yes. screwy. Whatever. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to try to do military history for the week the episode publishes. And so now all of our listeners know that we are way ahead of schedule by now. That's fine. Yeah. All right. So what do you got? Whatever. It's time for military history.
1: All right. So for February 13th through 19th, uh, we've got starting in February 13th of 1945, the Allied forces began bombing Dresden, Germany, and it started a four days a four days firestorm.
0: <laughs> say, wow! Say that again without the accent. A four day firestorm.
1: <laughs> a four day firestorm. All right. A four day firestorm that was visible for two hundred miles. It killed roughly one hundred and thirty five thousand German civilians.
0: How many miles?
1: Two hundred miles. You could see the fire. Wow! The flames and the smoke. It was badass.
0: That's like halfway across my state.
1: Uh yeah, it's like no north to south or east to west.
0: East to west. Really? I think so. That's like
1: that's like completely across my state going north, I think. Hmm.
0: 200 miles is a large distance. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's a that's, that's crazy.
0: A... I guess that's the point I was trying to make.
1: Sure. So, moving to the next day, February fourteenth is Valentine's Day. Valentine's, Day. I love day. you, bacon. Uh, I love you too. There, smoochy face,
0: sparkle, <laughs> <laughs> fart. So,
1: I almost hate Valentine's
0: Day as much as I hate Christmas. Oh, you're it's you're you're almost like the Grinch who stole Christmas. Worse. Oh, you mean like
1: Uncle Sam? I'm like the love child of Scrooge and Grinch. Ooh. Yeah. Hardcore. Okay. Yeah. Going on. Moving on. The whole thing about having to buy somebody shit just to show that you love them. Like, no. Get out out of here with that shit. (laughs) I Um, campaign to drop Valentine's Day. I second. So in 1849 on Valentine's Day... The first photo of a U.S. president was taken, and that president was James Polk. In 1898, on February 15th, in Havana, Cuba, the USS battleship Maine was blown up while it was at anchor. 260 crew members um, perished in that attack. This resulted in a declaration of war against Spain on April 25th of 1898. Interesting, yeah.
0: You said eighteen ninety eight,
1: like one eight nine eight.
0: Yep. Okay. I thought at first I thought I heard nineteen ninety eight. I was like, "Wait, a I minute. feel like I should know something about this. Like it should be relevant." But anyway, yeah. Okay.
1: Then, in nineteen oh nine, February seventeenth, the Apache chief Geronimo died in captivity at Fort Sill, Oklahoma. At one point, Geronimo had escaped captivity, and it took 5,000 U.S. Army soldiers to capture him.
0: Well, but, I mean, that's fair, right? Yeah. I mean... he, I mean, he went all over the Southwest just running amok. Oh, I thought yeah. the soldiers were trying to catch him as he was skydiving. That's where Geronimo comes from. No, when he skydives, he just says... Me, <laughs> well played, sir. Well played.
1: All right. In 1942, on February 19th, President FDR passed an executive order that created the internment camps for Japanese Americans. 110,000 people ended up being relocated in that whole deal. Hmm. Yeah, and that's that was it. It's pretty pretty slow. Newsweek.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was military history one of our favorite actually correction two of our favorite podcasts on the creative brain candy network do you know what those are sergeant bacon uh is it simply stogie's and stay wild trauma child no Uh, we've already done those it's actually (sighs) two completely different ones uh I think they, let's see, one of them is all about capes, and what's the other oh, one? Oh, the other one is uh Skyfi.
1: sky Sky and Sufficient. Yeah, well,
0: obviously, we don't have any idea what these podcasts are about, so we're going to let Rob, Jason, and James tell you about their multiple podcasts on the Creative Brain Candy Network. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the commercial for Smoking and Drinking in Space, a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. I'm Jason, and I'm joined every week by a grumpy old man named James and a doorknob named Rob. We watch sci-fi TV shows and movies so
1: you don't have to. And then we dunk on them for an hour before awarding our favorite parts, like where people smoke or drink or have hallucinations. We cover such exciting classics, as Wing Commander and Metropolis, movies that every sci-fi fan should watch multiple times. Okay, hold on. I can't, I can't do this. Who wrote this? These movies are terrible. You know Jason wrote this because if it's terrible, it's his favorite.
0: Just read the script as written, Metropolis is a sci-fi classic.
1: Yeah, it's classically horrible.
0: Oh, anyway, join us each week as I take constant abuse from my co-hosts who wouldn't know sci-fi if it jumped up and bit them on the ass. And then
1: we find out who filed the most recent restraining order against James, along with my favorite part, the haiku. And my favorite part, where I talk about Rob's mom.
0: You can find Smoking and Drinking in Space on your favorite podcast app or at smokinganddrinkinginspace.com.
1: I like it. All right. Well, so we were talking about how people, when they show up for Drill... They're usually, like, kicking rocks and looking at the ground and not happy about it. And Yeah. And uh, we, when we talked about it, we decided that, wait a minute, like, this actually is almost like a little vacation,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. right? Like, you're getting away from your actual job. And, yes, you have to go do a different job, but you get to do a different job with like-minded people. And so being, like... National Guard, like we are, right? So ideally, it's one weekend a month, two weekends a year.
0: We can't really say one weekend a month, two weeks a year anymore. Because the insinuation between one weekend a month, two weeks a year, is that you only drill one Saturday and Sunday a year. And one 15-day annual training a year. But over time, the the requirements have grown and we've had to do things like Friday, Saturday, Sunday drills. And we've had to do annual trainings that are 28 days. So we can't say one weekend a month, two weeks a year anymore. Can we say part-time commitment with full-time pride? I like that. That is a really good like if why are you not a millionaire that's a great way to put it dude the
1: million uh, ideas that
0: i have no go ahead what i was gonna oh. say what i was gonna say is that uh the the guard the army the military well i shouldn't say the military the army actually has a program for million million dollar ideas and you can submit your ideas and if your idea becomes something that is real you get like 150 bucks for it (laughs) right that's like and i don't know if it's actually 150 bucks i I really don't but i I, why don't you just give me a million shit tickets and then (laughs) yeah like i can wipe my ass with it (laughs) right like uh just have somebody to take two rolls of toilet paper lay them out put them on top of each other re-roll them that's your prize. Two ply right. in the army. Yeah, army two ply. Million dollar idea, which you'll get 150 bucks for. No, I I don't remember if it's a, maybe it's more now. I know I was looking at it because I have ideas all the time. I'm the idea man, man. Good idea, fairy. Uh, that's it. But uh, you you there are resources where you can submit your ideas, uh, and if if they come to fruition, you, I think you get like 150 bucks or something like that. Ah. Like. It's not worth it. Yeah, you don't even get an award that helps you get the promotion. You just get $150, which helps you uh, get to drill uh, by putting gas in your tank. Right,
1: and get home. <laughs> so moving back into where we were headed here. So I don't know about the unit, the company that you drill in, but in my particular company, our company commander is a—he's uh, a defense attorney. Okay. You know, we've got construction workers, we've got plumbers, electricians, we've got school teachers. So when you show up, right, and I've got I got to write an NCOER, I've got to write my resume or my CMP or whatever. I'm not a writer. I'm not an editor. But now I can take that project that I have that's near completion and I can ask one of my highly educated co-workers to review it for me mm-hmm. you know which in turn is going to make me better and i wouldn't have that resource if i wasn't at drill sure so
0: there's a yay yay there is a yay and i think you're absolutely 100 percent right to play on that in the national guard you're only drilling part-time and Outside of that part, that drill weekend, you're doing your civilian job, whatever that job may be. And that is literally everything from somebody who works at a gas station, um, who is a school teacher, who is uh, a, a carpenter, and I'll tell a story about that, uh, a plumber, an electrician, a computer programmer, a lawyer, a doctor. When outside of drill weekend, there are many resources and that's why i think the national guard is so much better than the active components is because not only do you come in, you come to drill weekend and you have a skill set as let's just say a truck driver or a mechanic or a cook or a nuclear biological specialist but outside of that specialty you have a civilian function and a civilian knowledge set. And I, I've talked to my guard buddies before and said, Hey, uh, I'm trying to wire up two fans on one circuit. Can I do that? Because I'm not an electrician, but my guard buddy is. My guard buddy's like, Yeah, you could do that. You just got to make sure that you have the right uh, breaker in the box. Yep.
1: It's all about amperage. Mm hmm.
0: You know, all about the load. No, I uh, think what we were what we're trying to get at is that when it comes to drill weekend, and I was this way when I was younger. When I was a young soldier, I was like freshly enlisted. When I was a young war watching Full Metal Jack and making it through basic training, AIT, getting back to my unit, yay, I'm part of the team. And I was young and I was dumb and I didn't have an NCO who properly melted me. Because there's a big difference from being in basic training in AIT to National Guard. So when you go through all that training, and then you get to your unit, it's a world of difference. And I didn't have an NCO who said, hey, man, I get it. You just got back. So let me bring you back down to this page. This is where we're at. Let me set you up for success. I had NCOs who just let me fail. I either knew my shit or I didn't and they didn't give a crap and it took a long time for me to understand what's going on and I see that problem happening today where soldiers come back from basic and AIT and they're all pumped and they're motivated and then they come to the garden, and they're like what is this shit (laughs) where's the rest of it
1: right see that's why when I came into the army I was a Well, I was a crane operator. We didn't have any cranes. Right. So I could stand there and look stupid. Or I learned how to run, like, all the heavy equipment, the bulldozers, scrapers, the road graders, all that stuff. And so it was actually, like, from, I don't know, once the snow melted till the snow flew, it was actually enjoyable, right? Because we weren't at the armory. We weren't under the flagpole. We were out at a job site doing something, right? Right. So I was learning another skill, you know, on top, but I could still apply my maintenance skills as needed, right? So like, oh, hey, you know, this one's running funny. We can clean out the uh, air cleaner real quick and get some power back, or, you know, we got this going on. We can quick fix this until maintenance gets here with the the part. Mm -hmm. So then, right, so then I deploy, I do that, and that was a good time. And we get back, and they divest our unit, and we go to supply. And supply is boring. Oh, yeah. Like, there's no two ways to cut that. Like, it just sucks. And so it was kind of like, all right, what do we do to, you know, can only you look at so many CDs for so long. Mm Mm-hmm. But then you bring in these groups of people and they're all these outside experiences and you can, you know, one guy, he worked at an auto parts store and like the height, he's like, this is the, this is the pinnacle of my career. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I, it's, you know, it's inventory management and that's what I do at the auto parts store. And it's like, dude, you're 38 years old and this is the highlight of your life <laughs> like, is counting fucking parts. Like, no, there's got to be more to life than counting parts. Right. Just so then we uh, we deploy, and we didn't do that job at all. So when you're rolling around in Humvees with these guys, like uh, one of the guys in my squad, he was, a, he was an editor for a biofuel magazine. Ooh. And the other guy, he worked at a bird, uh, a bird seed plant. And then uh, one of the other guys, I think he was actually a recruiter, and, uh, you know, you had all these different walks of life, and so you're sitting in a Humvee with these people for 12 hours Mm -hmm. while you're out on patrol, and so you get to learn, like, everything. You do. (laughs) But then you also get to learn different things about, like, editing or bird food production and how, like, important that is to anything, you know? you find ways to make it fun and build that team, but
0: yeah, that's, I agree, you know, and I remember when I came back from basic AIT and like I was saying, I wasn't really given any direction and I was young where I wouldn't seek that direction out. And I think that's probably why it took me so long to mature uh, five years uh, in the military. And I think, That's five years is what took me to begin to mature in the military because when you're exposed to it, you're introduced to drill sergeants and structure, and you're going to do this, and you're not going to say anything. You're just shut your mouth, do your thing, and then you get to your armory, and it's like, yeah, we're we're just here. We're going to do what we can because we have to do A, B, C, D. We have to check these boxes, you know, blah, 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 blah. And your story makes me think about how, as truck drivers, as long as they're driving or operating, they're happy as a pickle in a dill jar. But if they're not doing that, then guard weekend sucks. Guard weekend or 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 AT sucks. Well, AT is not so bad, but guard weekend sucks always. It always sucks. It always sucks. It's 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 taking out of my life. It, it it's I could be making more money in the civilian world because there are a lot of people out there that make more money in the civilian world and actually lose money to come to drill. There are benefits, but I don't necessarily know if drill pays one of them.
1: Right, but the stories. Right, the, there's a guy. Yep. If you ever run into him, he'll tell you about the first time he met me. No, I just like. I was probably like 165 pounds back then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was a long, long time ago, fat ass. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Just um, kidding. So he was probably like 240 and a wrestling coach. Right. And so I was mouthing off to him because that's what you do when you're like 18 years old. hmm Well, we're out there washing bulldozers, washing all the mud. And he finally had enough, and he basically suplexed me into a three foot deep puddle of water.
0: <laughs> I'm sure you probably He's, deserved it. I, I'm sure I earned it. Yeah, I, yeah. The the whole concept here that we're trying to get at is that there's a point early in your career, if you make a career out of it, where I think you find drill to be the annoyance in the way of your everyday life. And we talked. And I think the mentality is, is that it's only one weekend a month, right? So why is that one weekend a month? And I know we you, you came up with a clever way of saying it. The part-time commitment. The part-time pride. Yeah, the part-time commitment. I think, it, personally, I think that once you sit back and realize that drill weekend is the vacation from your everyday life. Drill weekend should be that that time, that two or three days a month where you get to say, hey, civilian world, hey, everyday life, I haven't forgotten about you, but I need to put you on hold, and I need to take a vacation and go play G.I. Joe. And on Sunday evening, I'm going to come back. I think that's the way to attack or well not attack but that's the way to look at drill weekend is it's a vacation from the civilian world and when you get to be our age and you have all these stories you realize how much of a vacation it really is because when you reflect on life with your with your family no matter how big or how small it is you reflect on all the sh- the the everyday BS that you do, or do you reflect on the great times that you had when you went on vacation?
1: Right. We're not sitting there going, ah, it was so boring. We're thinking about all the fun we had.
0: No, I just think for me going on the, the mentality of guard weekend sucks. You show up and you do some stuff, but you spend you have a lot of downtime. If you're not, you if you're not in a senior leadership position, you're probably going to have a lot of downtime because you just don't. What 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 the hell is supposed to happen? What's going on? I don't know. But use nice. that time. I, 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 I hate the term hip pocket training.
1: That is so fucking irritating. I hate it. What does the fuck does it even mean?
0: It means I'm hip supposed to training. have a soldier warrior level one task book in my pocket and when we have
1: I'm a fucking E seven. Right. What am I doing with a ten level book?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, but as an E seven, you're not getting freaking you're not getting yelled at because you're you're sitting around licking a wall. You're getting yelled True. at because you're You're the one yelling at E fours, right? But Hip Pocket training to me should be I'm going to grab all my Joes, my team, my squad, whatever it is that we have available. We're going to have a conversation. We're going to talk about the things that we talk about right here on this podcast, whether it's just like, Hey, what do you do for a living? Tell me what you should do. What right. is something that you know that everybody here would benefit from? That right. Bond. Yeah. Tell us Yeah, what you have that's beneficial. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's almost like an AA meeting, but without the, uh, problem, let's sit, let's talk. Let's like, I'm a horrible person. I would say for the fact that I don't have the time nor the care to walk up to you and say, Hey man, how's your family? Right. You know, and, and this has happened to me in the past and this is why this is the number one reason why I don't do it because one soldier, uh, that I, I knew, Uh, We were talking and, you know, we're just drinking buddies at guard for all I give a shit, right? And then uh, he started to divulge information about his personal life, like who he's dating and, and kids and stuff like that. And so I asked the question one time, I'm like, oh, I didn't know you had a kid. Is that your biological kid? And instead of saying, oh, no, it's my girlfriend's kid, Uh, but I treat her like my daughter, this dude straight up bitch slapped me. Uh, That's the treatment that I get for trying to learn myself how to be sincere and understand what's going on in your life. You bitch slapped me. That's why I don't give a shit about your life. Right. I want to, but I am not, I will not, absolutely will not like dig and, and say, hey, man, I really care about you, which is what you have to do to show that you cares. Dig. All right. Yeah. And I'm done with that shit because I don't want to. I'm too old to be right. bitch slapped.
1: <laughs> you bitch slapped me. I'm going to knock your ass out.
0: Like open palmed, open palmed, limp wristed bitch slap. Yeah.
1: You fucking slap me. I'll knock your ass out. Oh, it, You'll be picking up teeth.
0: Yeah. No. uh If my first sergeant wasn't in the room, it probably would have. Fuck. You fucking hit me that that's first blood bitch right i'll fuck i'll right. fucking wreck you yeah no i i did not i chose not to go full mortal combat on this motherfucker like but you fucking just like think about it like you see how big my hands are oh yeah your hands are huge I'm like two i'm over 200 pounds it, anatomically anatomically for a single dude it doesn't make sense how huge your hands are right the idea behind this entire thing was saying hey Guard is a great thing, and it's not, like, the guard should not be selling bonuses or education benefits as their primary reason to enlist, to join, to do whatever. The guard needs to figure out a way to sell the fact that Drill Weekend is a vacation, It's a way to get out of your everyday life, meet new people. And you're going to meet new people constantly because it's not like you're going to come in and the people, the the 40 people you meet when you arrive at your unit are going to be the 40 people that you spend the next 5, 10, 20 years with. It's constantly rotating. You're going to meet new people. You're going to meet people that you're like, I'm staying away from that guy or that gal. And you're going to meet people that are cooler than all get out. Yeah. I mean, here I am X number of years later. I go to a school. All I got to do is check a box so that I'm promotable. And I met one of, I met one of my best friends. And that's yeah. you. I met uh in um Vegas? Vegas. Yeah, sorry, thank you. I was trying to think of his real name and thank you for stopping me. Uh yeah, I met Vegas. I met Donut all right. And I haven't talked to I went to Vegas and tried to find Vegas. He wasn't there. But that's okay. Liar. Like, yeah. You, this is this is a front.
1: I went to Texas looking for Tex, <laughs>
0: right? was to Alabama looking for Bama? But the reality is, is that when you go throughout your whole career and you you do different things and you have to not be scared to do those things. You have to just be like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna be me. I'm gonna check the box. I'm gonna do what I need to do. You're gonna meet great people. You're gonna create great stories. Right. Until next time, right? You write until next time. Looks like that's another mission completed. I'm cat. No, you're cat. I'm Logan. Let's <laughs> try that it. again. <laughs> All right. until, until next, next time.
1: time. <laughs> what is happening? Until next time, I'm
0: Cat. No, I'm Cat. You're You're Logan. (laughs) Damn it. Okay, wait a second. Hold on. We (laughs) We can't. (laughs) Why do I have to edit this? Okay. I'll start on it if you want. Until next time, I'm not Cat and i'm not logan looks like that's another mission completed a 30 mile check ride in the
1: bag hit us up podcast efm at gmail.com or follow
0: podcast efm on instagram thank you for listening until next time i'm sergeant bacon and i'm sergeant Seagar. as always eyes forward march. march time for some legal shit The views and opinions expressed right here on EFM are that of our own. They do not reflect those of Creative Brain Candy or their affiliates. Time for some legal shit. The views and opinions expressed right here on EFM are that of our own. They do not reflect those of Creative Brain Candy or their affiliates.